still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brent. Big Dick Toledo is here as well. This is the morning sickness, and we're ready to go for another glorious day here in paradise. Love it. Uh, Another great night last night. Thanks to everybody over uh, Four Peaks. We went in. uh, We did the beer drinking. We had the fun. Uh, The ghouls were uh, 95% solid on the rules, you know. (laughs) Yeah, there were a few stragglers. Yeah, always get a few. Goes, always but... get a few wet-handed uh, summertime handshakes that you just look. We don't do it to be mean. We just basically say, "I, I don't want to shake hands with you if my hands all sloppy, soaking wet from a hard day's work." Uh, you shouldn't want to do that. So make sure your hands are dry. Uh, breath was solid. Didn't have a breath issue. Not one. Great yeah, job. I didn't know. Great job. That. Not a one. Which makes me wonder, you know, when you're the poker player at the table that can't have it, that you don't know whose tell is what. Am I the dragon? You're the dragon. You're the one with the tell. So I was sitting there constantly worried about my own breath because uh, nobody had bad breath. So nice job out there, ghouls. I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, you're, you're never going to bat a thousand. A couple moments there where it's like, uh-oh. I had uh, one of the listeners uh, see me get into a conversation with somebody who isn't a listener and then became very interested in the business. Of like, because you know all the KUPD stuff. It's like, who, you know, who, well, how, why are people asking for photos with you? Who are you? Oh yeah. And I said, oh, my name's John. I, you know, we're at the radio station. Oh no, all right. I don't uh, particularly know the area well. Tell me about your radio <laughs> station. Is it for children? Yes, it's a child's radio station, and uh, that and gypsies. We're big on gypsies, and that's our target audience with uh, children. And we do a lot of dwarf humor. And we uh, every morning we do a Guinness World Record uh, thing. And then sometimes a topic we pull out of a hat, for instance, uh, when's the last time a bird was in your house? Stuff like that. And, uh, and he's, I'm just joking with him. And, and uh, then it started, the guy started to just tell this really strange, long story that I lost interest in in, like, seven words. Like, if you had, like, how many words until the guy's eyes glaze over, this was a fast one. I was probably pretty glassy-eyed at about seven to ten words. <laughs> And a listener came over, and he looked, and he gave me the the Brett signal, the left arm. He went to the pen, and I just looked at him. I winked like, yeah, I need that. And he comes over to me perfectly. Hey, Holmberg, guy inside needs you real quick in the thing. 
Oh, well, I'll let you get back to work. I'm like, thank you very much. Go to the table. Like, Thanks, man. Great job. And uh, within a few seconds, I was at another table, and I looked over my shoulder. He's like, Jason, this guy, just standing. Energy few, vampire back. Standing about 10 or 12 feet away, waiting for me. Like, you could see, like, you, and I'm like, oh, okay. I had more interest in this uh, radio program. Now, how long? It, oh, my God, he's doing it again. <laughs> So I got hit in one of those. But that, he wasn't even a listener. He's just some guy at Four Peaks. <laughs> he had no idea what was going on with this thing. I'll tune in tomorrow. You right. do that, pal. Morning, uh, storyteller. Let's be, uh, let's, you know, mm. welcome to the show. But, you know, next time, land the plane, man. Get the, get the story out. There's a little too much color in your trip from Michigan to Phoenix. That was a long one. He's heading back to Four Peaks for a night like that. I got to get back to this place. Here's how you know your story's bad if you're talking to somebody you've never talked to before. It includes an interstate number. Immediately, I know your story's bad. Well, we hopped there. You know the 25. We got on that in Albuquerque. I'm like, wow. We've hit interstate numbers. This is not good. How about that weather? That 25 will take you to fall. Oh, my goodness. Forget about it. Well, in Albuquerque, (laughs) we ran into quite a storm. The temperatures were... Around 85, which was reasonable, but the storm, like, oh, my God, Joel, you're on the I-25. It's 80 outside. If I keep it under 70? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I get fuel consumption issues. So if I tried to, I, I was drafting off the truck in front. Where's the story going? <laughs> I wish you were on the road now because at least it's heading a direction. Yeah, so his story was, I, I, I try to be good about that. I think everybody does. I'm sure I've. Glassed eyes before? No, I haven't. I've never done it. I've never glassed an eye because I don't hang around enough people to like my stories don't go on that long. This one does, but it's because it's about a guy whose story went on too long. But I know I got glassy eyed and I wanted to be polite, so I was blinking like I was going to sleep. I looked like I was giving you know Morse code out to the like my captors. But that dude, whoever that dude, I think his name was Nick, came over and gave me the gave me the arm. You need me to help out? Like yes, sir. Go to the bullpen. And it was a great one. It was a uh, an ambiguous table point. Hey, Holmberg, the folks over at that table were asking about you, and they need something from you right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Just pointing in a direction. that I don't even know I went after I left. Like, well, all right, let, get you get, let, let you get right back to work. Well, what's the route you're going to take to that table? Are you going to go left <laughs> here and then make a right? That would be like the 40 and the 25 in Albuquerque. You know, that's how they've divided the quadrants of that city. You've got your northeast heights. You've got your southeast. I know where this is going to go. There's four of them. There's that's a quadrant. If I told you about my metal detector. <laughs> so anyway, back to Michigan. We hop on the road. Now we think we're we're heading towards Toledo. We're going the wrong way, <laughs> and that would be the uh, 35. Uh, so we're on that. Like, oh my God! <laughs> Stop saying interstate numbers. Never. And that's just a life lesson. That, if they should teach you that in college, a boring 101. They should do that for progressive ads when they're doing those people who are how not to turn into your parents, how not to make people's eyes turn into Lake Placid. Don't mention interstate numbers in your story unless it's I killed 12 or 13 people in a pickup truck on the I-10. Remember that accident. It has to be uh, with Meathead from Precision or uh, uh, Prestige Billiards. Yeah. He's got the greatest story ever. And you will actually, it's so good, you'll actually ask what road did this happen on? <laughs> he was on the 60, and a dude ran out in front of his car, and he hit him, and he got up. Whoa. And Meathead got out of the car to see if he was... It was his pool table truck. It wasn't a car. It's a... You're moving pool tables in this thing. It's a big, you know, box truck. 
bashes into the dude, freaks out, stops. He said it threw him forever. He gets up. He starts running towards him. He's like, are you okay, man? Slow, stop. Slow down. Guy starts taking swings at Meathead. Meathead, Meathead is a big dude. big dude who's yeah. got some training underneath him. And he said, I'm I'm feeling terrible. I just hit him with my car. And now I'm standing on the freeway <laughs> punching this guy. Because people who saw this had to think, he just hit him with the car. He got out and he started to kick his ass. Dude's working him. And he's working him. And he goes, the dude's just smiling and laughing with every thunderous right he hits him with. And he said, and then I realized he's on meth. Like, you know, big way and he goes and i'm wrestling with him for what felt like forever cops finally show up he takes off he said it took eight cops to put him on the ground oh man and he's like i'm i had every he said i swear to you he goes i was gonna cry i felt so bad i just hit this guy with a truck on the freeway and i'm laying into him and doing nothing he didn't feel so that's the ratio one one meathead to eight cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one meathead wasn't enough. If you had a double meathead, that's probably the, yeah, two, that the, the, the one quarter meathead rule, as I like to call it. Is you got a, one fourth of a meathead is is uh, you know usually four cops, one per eight, two per four. You need two to drop a meth head. But he said he didn't feel a thing, and I'm like, what happened? And then there I am going, where where were you at the sixty in Dobson? That's the only time a story with road interaction uh, is is feasible. So we were heading back, and we took. Well, we we're going to take the 25 north, but we ended up taking the scenic routes. Now, have you ever been through Iowa? No, there's a reason why. It's Iowa. Why are you <laughs> telling the story? We went from Michigan to Iowa, and we still got to get to Phoenix? I don't want to know. <laughs> Seemed like a nice gentleman. He's listening now, and he knows. So, look, I figured we've gone 22 years without him. This is okay if he just goes, <laughs> well, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a good chance he's doing that right now. But you know who you are. And then, of course, there's our boss, Susan. Susan made the show. Someone came up to Susan and said, you're Susan? It's our turn. Like, people know her, then she's, she's mortified by it. But she yet and still does not learn her lesson. So we all know the Susan story when the cops came yeah. down to the station and she stood with her face up against the glass picking out uh, which parts of him she'd like to lick. Right in front of the whole staff. That one's hot as hell. I'd like to spread it and just floss with this chest hair. And I'm like, Susan, this seems a little bit aggressive. I'm like, it's our turn. I'm like, whoa. I said, if men stood in a window and stared out at female cops and said the things you guys are saying, you know, it would be uh, HR moments. And she just looked dead and went, it's our turn. I'm like, oh. So you never wanted it to be equal. You just wanted us to stop so you could do it. Dig it. Noted. Walked away. I'm like, wow, Susan's aggressive. So I've been... Uh, of late, you may have noticed, Brady, uh, I've decided to start wearing cabana clothes in public. It's a, it's a awesome. It's uh, a bold move. It is bold, but it is also freeing in a way like people who take ayahuasca come back with stories. Once you do it, you ain't going back. I look like the president of the Philippines. I think that's been pointed out a few times. If I wear a hat, I certainly look like an Indonesian politician. I don't care. So essentially, for those of you who don't know what a cabana uh, outfit is, is that your shorts are basically kind of swim shorts. And then you get a Mormon button-up, short sleeve shirt that matches exactly the pattern of the swim short. So it's almost like a onesie. Got a little taste of it last night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I well, tell you, you wore it. I'm telling feels, you, feels it's good. on Facebook with the pictures of all four of us. So, and you wore it with clothes underneath it. I took mine off right there at the Four Peaks when they handed me the new Cabana thing, and I'm so I'm wearing my Cabana clothes since the 51st birthday. I made a poor order on the internet and uh, was putting things in my uh, cart. On Amazon, like, I like that cabana outfit. I like that. And I was just going to get them for hanging around by the pool, you know, protects yeah. from sunburn. I saw it in Vegas. And I've seen it a few times. I'm like, that's the new style for Johnny. I'm going to become Johnny Cabana. 
So my clothes are ugly. There's no question about that. That's not what I'm doing here. It's a lot of uh, <laughs> patterns, and uh, you know, but it's all matching. I wasn't doing so great with clothes before Cabana uh, wear. But Johnny Cabana likes this look. So it's this uh, new thing that I'm going to do for the rest of the summer because I put all the clothes I liked in the Cabana section into my cart, and then I went to buy the last two, not realizing what I'd done. I had about 25 different Cabana outfits in my cart, and then I went to the Amazon Purchase Now. Just boom, done, thinking I was just getting the last two independently. I I bought all of them. So then like a box of these things show up at the house, and now I've got like a lot of them. You're loaded. (laughs) I've got too many Cabana outfits, but I'm going to wear them all and then probably dispose of them or give them to the Goodwill. It's just going to go till summer ends, which, by the way, is a struggle for a lot of people down somewhere like... Uh, Jill said, so how long is this going to last? I'm like, till the end of summer. Well, what does that mean? And I'm like, summer is like the end. It's in <laughs> September. It ends like the earth. Well, our summers last a little longer. I'm like, actually, no. Uh, summer is always over at the same time, Jill. It's earth. But what I mean, like you mean, I'm, like, I'm not talking about hot temperature. I'm talking about like the actual end of summer, which is in September. She goes, well, that's not the same for, um, okay, we're, we're not going to, it is the same. It's all the same. It's part of the sales. Yeah, Come on, part, they know how to twist yeah. and turn. I had to draw. Stuff. I had to draw the sun and like show her how the Earth goes around it. And like when we're here, it's winter, and when we're here, and it never varies. It's always like the same amount of days. And the you know, we don't have fall here. There's we an don't. equinox. There's there's like a solstice. We have to. Do I have to explain all that? This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's morning sickness. So I'm down there and Susan, uh, our manager, comes up. Now, let's be honest. We're mostly female down in the sales department, right? And not every day do these ladies hit it out of the yard with their outfit. Sometimes you're looking at their clothes going, whew, swing and a miss. <laughs> Steer right. <laughs> Game over. We keep it to ourselves. We do what decent people do. We wait until that person can't hear us, and then we talk about their outfit. Right, like every other decent like human every being. every other person who has tact and skill with not hurting your feelings. Unless it's Brady or us in this little room here when, you know, but even still. You recognize your Rafi Nadal tank tops probably weren't for you. You got a good laugh out of us, but nobody downstairs was going to do that. Susan walks up to me in the cabana clothes. Uh, now, keep in mind, right off the heels of, I don't want to be on the show anymore because you make fun of me for that whole sexual harassment thing. I'm like, all right, well, then don't do anything dumb. She walks up to me, no word, no other words, looks at my outfit and goes, whoa, did you lose a bet? <laughs> and I'm like, you're a manager. So? 
If I walked up to you in your office, that and, hurt me inside. Yeah, well, I it didn't because I'm in. I have no feelings. But it, like sociopaths, are, we're good. But I will point out the fact that if I walk into your office and go, "Whoa, oh, ho, ho, Susan, did you lose a bet?" Next thing you know, I'm sitting in an HR room. You couldn't do that to any of these ladies here in the building. They're running amok, man. And then she's laughing. I don't know what you're thinking. I'm going to start doing that to your staff and see how, when the tears come rolling up to your office, you're lucky you're hitting a guy who's got no emotions. Because imagine me going downstairs. I like them, and I'm not going to stop. I don't care about my clothes, (laughs) but you shouldn't either. So maybe I dress funny. Big whoop. Maybe the doctor told me I have to wear these because they're lighter than regular clothes. You don't know my story. So I'm going to start going downstairs and, and walking around a sales department going, Woof, Jen. Uh, whew. Would you rob a homeless person for their outfit? <laughs> Tears running Did you get upstairs. get a free bowl of soup well, yeah. with that shirt? <laughs> Yikes. But it looks that, good on you, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> not an outfit I would wear in public. Uh, wow. Are you a camp counselor for the mentally kids and they, they give you an outfit every year? No, you can't do that. But don't, what did you lose a bet? And I told her, I said, you made the show. Oh, don't do this. Don't do this. I'm like, you made the show. I warned you before. You say silly things like that. You made the show. You have to admit your clothes. I'm like, you're doubling down. Now you're going after it. Well, what, you, what you're doing it for attention. No, I'm doing it for complete and utter comfort. I haven't even brought it up on the air. Now I have to. I figured out a way to wear pajamas every day and still have it be like look like I'm in clothes. Wait until the winter. Oh, when Johnny Eskimo rolls in here, oh, you'll man. see. Those what, furry yeah, boots. Could are you be imagine awesome. the emotions from ladies if if they walked by in an outfit? Now I found out recently that Jill downstairs rents her pants. I find that to be repulsive. Now, she's told me also that there's another person down in the sales department that does not want people to know she rents her pants, that she rents her pants. That's true. Oh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, we're not allowed to mention I know. Again, tact. Dave Oops. Har does not rent his pants. Let's just, <laughs> no, no, let's just say. And also, Dave Har, if, you, if I walked up to him and said, hey, Har, what's with the outfit? Would you lose a bet? We'd have a nice laugh. I don't feel that comfortable with the ladies. No. Never. It's terrible. So she's just, man, she's just going. And she's management. we got to have a chat about her. I might have to be the first guy in the history of uh, business that goes and makes a lady complaint in HR. I have to be, because most of the time, we don't care. Like, deep down, honestly, it doesn't bother me. I just want to turn the tables and see how easy you can get away with telling a lady, would you lose a bet about her outfit? Try that with your wife today. Does this make me look fat? Oof, Yes. I'm going to do it today. Yeah, try it when you go home. Well, uh, I'm not going out with you. You look like you lost a bet. Who dressed you? Some kind yeah. of joke or something? Try that with the emotional stability of a female. Ain't happening. <laughs> you sure was comfortable hitting me over the head with this did you lose a bet thing. It's almost like a Seinfeld Costanza mo- You know what? I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, yep. Because <laughs> Trip handled it beautifully. Like compliments. I wandered into Trip's office and we had a conversation and he goes... I have to ask. I'm like, yep, Johnny Cabana lives. Okay. Now, are these disposable clothes? I'm like, that's a pretty good line. I actually enjoy hearing that. That's funny. <laughs> One and done, you wear it, and then you throw it out, right? Not a bad idea. But I'm loving it. But you try that. In your female office, try to walk down there and critique some outerwear. 
See how well that goes. How fast they'll do it to you? No problemo. From high on top, the super manager, Susan. I loved introducing Susan to one of the listeners last night. And he goes, you're Susan? He has a video of when she was harassing me and my Mac Weldons. He has the video on his phone from what we posted online. Oh, wow. And he's like, I know you. It's our turn. And then he shows the video. She's like, that's not me. That's Kristen. Like, no, you're in that one, too. Oh, I got to stop talking to you. Hilarious. So, Brady, be careful. Because evidently what you're wearing, Susan has a problem with it sometimes. And she'll let you know. Well, because we all had it. the uh, cabana wear on yesterday, the uh, the Four Peaks cabana wear, and wow, wear. those yeah, the shorts were like let's say they were made for Brady size legs. Yeah, well, so they were pretty short on me. Yeah, and she's like, oh, look at the legs over there. I'm like, Whoa, Susan said yeah, this. Oh, yeah. Good lord, yeah. does the woman ever stop? She's an avalanche of harassment. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a never ending, <laughs> perpetual motion machine of harassment in the workplace. They were pretty short. They there. were. I was sitting down. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you've got there are board shorts yeah. on him. If you've got if you've got Mr. Crab's legs, awesome. But yeah, uh, Four Peaks gave us all outfits that were cabana clothes. When yeah. they saw me in the cabana, yeah. we're like, we sell those. You want one? I'm like, hell yeah. They were comfy. I put it on. Next thing you know, I look over. Brady's got one on, mm-hmm. and then you've got one on, and then Toledo's got one on. I I had you guys put it on over your shorts. I put mine on. You know. And it's Magnum PI short. We're talking John Stockton yeah. early oh, yeah. uh, early nineties basketball shorts. And uh I'm sitting on the chair talking, and I'm not real confident that my helmet isn't hanging out of the edge of these. Because when you sit down, they get even shorter. Oh and yeah. I it's had, not a tight mesh. No, I had to do a, a thigh touch a couple of times to make sure that the old tipperoo wasn't coming out of the bottom. <laughs> like am I showing the dick? old John Thomas? Am I, am I showing a little wang right now? We're good. Can you see my Taja? Yeah, those have a uh, lining in them. You know, they need them. Oh yeah, because otherwise you're popping it. Mine was tight, and then I look down, and I've got one of those weird. Uh, I, I guess the word that comes to mind, and I've never thought this word in my life, was the word "kunkel." That's what it looks like. I don't know what that is, but it's just this. Big, it describes it's it. a. Yeah, if I told you, oh, there's a kunkel, you'd be like, oh, that's when your balls and your wang are all wadded up in tight pants, and they just make a ball. In your shorts. That was what was going on there. So I pulled my shirt down to cover that up because I was sitting there chatting with a lady named Cheryl. And I'm like, eh, sorry about the, the thing. And she goes, I couldn't help but notice. I'm like, well, it's it's not impressive. It's just there. And I am a human being. I do have genitals. You don't need to see them, though. But my cabana wear is loose, looser than this. We used to have an older sales lady downstairs named Mary. And I kind of call this the Mary line for men. This is the material and stuff she used to wear. Poly, very comfortable. Good poly blend. It's a very comfortable look. And I'm hoping that it takes over. This guy says it perfectly. He goes, hey, Susan, that's called harassment. Try that in a small town. Yeah, exactly, Susan. This has happened. I'm going to all dean this situation. So try it today at your work and see if you get away with it. Walk up to a lady at work and go, did you lose a bet? Nice outfit. And see how well that goes. My God. You look like Lizzo today. So beautiful. And see if you're not in a meeting in a couple of hours. As much as she may think Lizzo's body positive and she's a supporter, when you say, you remind me of Lizzo, I mean, your outfit and your physicality, that's not going to go over at all. 
Yeah, the the new uh, personality traits we're learning about Lizzo being oh, arrogant yeah. and all that. You're acting like Lizzo. <laughs> well, Ooh. if you say it that way, you're you're insulting her. But if you actually prior to you go to the Lizzo card because all these women are like, it's just awful that you judge us by our looks. And Lizzo is what's wrong with being big and beautiful? You're right. You're right. You look like her. You remind me of her. I hate you so much. Oh, I thought that was a good thing. I thought that was a it's compliment. I I was, big and beautiful. Oh, yeah, big, I thought we were complimenting you. You're an asshole. I was following your rules. You are Lizzo. Maybe I'll try that today with Susan. This outfit, I haven't seen it look so good on somebody since Lizzo had it on. Nice work. And then watch it. How fast I'm sitting in an office going, you're harassing the ladies. Look what happened here. (laughs) Got to keep it together, people. It's not a fair fight anymore. It's their turn for sure. And they know it. We got a lot of ladies downstairs. And then all of them last night, uh, like, you know, I'm sitting there in the thing. I'm like, how about if I wandered down into this section of the, the neighborhood and started to tell people they'd lost bets on their outfits? And they're like, we'd be fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the f*** you would. There's tears in this building every day. This is a, this is a hormonal <laughs> nightmare downstairs. We've got a job opening for sales right now since Tom and, you know, the dude left because he was catching it. Like, I think he was crying his way home sometimes. Like, you go turn into Bruce Jenner. You know, you hang around that many women, eventually you start wanting to cut it off. So Tom saw the writing on the wall and ran over to the sports station to get a little more man in him. Not that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, Tom. So nah, he would have stayed for KDKB if that was the case. He'd we be got, fine. Yeah, we got an opening. And let me tell you, what, I, what we need downstairs right now is a full-on Marlboro man to wander the, the hallways. We need a guy down there. We like, got Joseph down there. Joseph is one of them. Really? Oh yeah, I he's love a fashion. Yeah, he's, well, that, yeah he he, he's too fashionable to be. We need a we need a dude that comes in dusty every once in a while. Just goes, Whew, long ride in, and you look outside and there's a horse. Like we need a guy who really is the epit and smoking, just standing outside smoking with his knee up on something like he's and the sun is setting all the time when he's out. I'm with Hubbard Radio Sales. How you doing? We need dude juice guy. <laughs> I'm calling to see if you wanted to buy a little advertising on the radio. My name's Dude Juice. Bring him in. We need a guy down there. Something fierce. We got to break up this. We got so much estrogen in the building. And I'm, I'm, hey, look, if they're going to talk about it, I, we can't take it anymore. We need a man. And I'm not that man. Look at me. I'm dressed, I'm dressed like a zookeeper. There's no possible way I can do this. We need a man. Like an old-fashioned one that calls people tuts and stuff like that. Well, no, we need that. Let him get fired, but let him remember how things c- could be. It's what you're saying. It's time for a one day Jay cleansing. It just we need resets. a one day. Yeah, it we need a one day. Clock. You know, what we need is like uh, Rudy Giuliani in his speech. <laughs> says, hey, get over here, big. <laughs> how you doing there? These belong to me after five o'clock. We need a guy that comes in and just as he's introducing himself to him. Look at the gams on this one. Nice getaway stick, sister. Oh, oh, nice to meet you, Brock. Yeah, Brock's the new salesman. So you like Don Draper down there? Yes. Step into my office, Brock. Oh, yeah, baby. It's a cubicle. <sighs> nice box. <laughs> <laughs> Brock. Yeah, we need a Don Draper down there. The women aren't sure whether to hate him or whether to f*** him right there. This new Brock character makes me uncomfortable. And also it makes it so I can't stand up because I've made puddles. Brock likes the cut of your jib. <laughs> My favorite thing is when you get mad at me, because then I get to watch you walk away. Nice ass. <laughs> <laughs>
This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. 98. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. This is how it used to be in the 60s, and I'm not comfortable. I'll just be standing there in this hideous cabana outfit going, doesn't feel good, does it, lady? He'll have his harem in less than a month. And then he'll look at me and he'll go, somebody get takeout from Margaritaville? Who the hell are you? Like, hey, calm down. It's just an outfit, dickhead. Hey, Buffett, what are you doing over there? (laughs) All right, there. What are you, the president of the Philippines? Look here, Mr. Manila. I need you out of my office ASAP. What's his name? Brock Dirk. <laughs> yeah, Brock is the greatest man name of all time. My name's Brock Dick Dirk. Can <laughs> I smoke inside? I need like a, I need him to show up in a time machine. What the hell's going on around here? Why are all these ladies working? Like that's the first thing I want to hear. Good God, who did all the hiring around here? There's too many ladies working in your office. We don't allow that. How many secretaries do you have? Well, but none actually. Well, it looks like a whole gaggle of them to me. <laughs> That's what we need. Brock Dick Dirk. That dude needs to make an appearance. Another one came on. Brick Patterson. <laughs> He's a great man name. Brick Patterson might be gay. Uh, and Brick Patterson might grow that weird mustache on the weekends and look like... Oh, he's got the stash. He's got that Marlboro. Marlboro Man looks a little gay to me. The bounty guy, the Marlboro... But the real Marlboro Man, the old-fashioned, like the 60s one, the cancer one. <sighs> the guy smoking on the mountain. and just yeah. You can smell him on the ads because, you know, he never stops dragging. Wasn't trying to be a model. The agency came up to him. Can we use yeah, you? What do you need? <laughs> a man? I'm your guy. Tell me you're going to pay me this yeah, for some need, pictures. We, how much to what? Stand and smoke? That's what I was doing anyway. You got 15 minutes, then yeah. I got to corral the cattle. <laughs> I got to get back to the herd. Oh, my God, Brock Tech Turk's amazing. <laughs> Stand like this? <laughs> yes, I can do that. Take three pictures. It'll last 60 years. Yeah, dude turns out to be the Marlboro Man. We need him downstairs right now. And you'll give me smokes for life? Yeah. Sitting these broads straight. That's what we need. Brock, to just plop him right down in the middle. Looking at Heather going, what the hell did you just say? That might be the stupidest sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> You're in charge of stuff? Good Christ. Are you guys hearing that? I think those are spurs. Brock Dick Dirk just made a sale. How you doing over there? You got a great set of I want to slap them around a little bit after this big money sale I just did. You feeling lucky? I want to talk to HR about Brock Dick Dirk. All right. Why don't you get on your skates and slide on in there since there's so much moisture around your feet right now. That's my fault. Sorry about that. Brock Dick Dirk will make your legs wet. You know, if Brock Dick Dirk worked here, he'd bang all of them. And that's what we need. A dude down there that makes them all uncomfortable. Not this not this free-for-all we got going around here, which they can say and do whatever they want. No repercussions. Because we're men. We don't go to HR. We complain about it on the air when they're not here. That's exactly <laughs> how a man would handle it. He'd be Did going down there the next morning like, man, everyone's got a pep in their step. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about the clothes? You're glowing. We wouldn't have a bad day. Like, there'd be nobody down there that put in the third of an effort. When Brock Dick Dirk works here, every woman's going to be dressed to the nines. Probably in, like, old Pan Am flight attendant outfits. You know, those smoking hot ones that are really classy? (laughs) They'd all be dressed up. They'll be walking through, like, the uh, in, what is it, Catch Me If You Can? 
Leo yeah. Dark, yep. just walking along. A V of the uh, flight attendants. <laughs> yep. At the V, yeah. He's the middle goose. It's the best thing in the world. Be phenomenal. Everyone goes on sales calls with. Brock Dick Dirk gets to go with all the ladies. And I guarantee as we'd watch them come out of the parking lot, it would look like a fashion show, flowing gowns. They'd be decked out for Brock Dick Dirk. Right now, a bunch of broads down on our sales department. They're not dressing up for each other. They're just cycling together. Getting mean to me every 28 days. Cyclists. Yeah, they're, it's like a Peloton down there. <laughs> There's so much cycling going on there. It's probably going to be a pileup. Anyway, that's for Susan, who doesn't want to be on the show. It keeps interjecting herself. <laughs> Is that why there's there. a sock bin down there? I didn't... Uh, you haven't seen that? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly We're always why. doing that for the KSLX. No, 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 no. KSLX's not uh, doing any sock drive. That's for the... That's in case the ladies forget. <laughs> that's, that was our attempt at uh, kindness for feminine hygiene. We'll start a sock bin. And it's like pens and COVID. Used? Unused. We have a box to wash what are you going to do? It's a weird time around here. Because this is a man station targeting all men. This place, this place is crawling with broads. So it's going to be something like this? Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh, you just got a video of us. Yo, look at that. The old Pan Am oh, outfits. Yeah. Look at those. Those ladies knew what they were doing. <laughs> and you got to shorten that skirt up a little bit. I like the first one. The third one's a dress. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The Pan Am flight attendants. Back when you could call them stewardesses without them losing their minds. I still don't understand why that's a bad word. It, no, no man even said they didn't want to be called a steward. Why is stewardess so bad? I don't know. Here's our company photo. <laughs> Just a bunch <laughs> of chicks. <laughs> yeah, if we took a, a staff photo, it would be on the cover, cover of Women's Weekly. And this is a girl house. <laughs> we need Brock Dick Dirk. I'm here for the job. Do you have a resume? Yeah. I'm Brock Dick Dirk. End of resume. You're hired. I would like to welcome to the staff Brock Dick Dirk. <laughs> All right, ladies, there's going to be some changes around here. First off, these dresses. Why are they going up to the neck? Let's cut those down a little low. Brock Dick Dirk likes cleavage. Did you notice there's tumbleweed in the sales area now? <laughs> there's peanuts on the floor and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I moved a wall out. I need some fresh air. It's 140. Oh, sorry about that, princess. I didn't realize you couldn't handle Earth's temperatures. <laughs> we'll get rid of her. Please don't fire me, Brock Tick Turk. What do I need to do? I think we both know the answer to that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brock Tick Turk, you bring back a better time. The sales numbers are through the roof. I'm making America great again. Brock Dick Dick pulled in 750k in the first week, ladies. I make things happen. Oh yeah, he'd be good. We got way too much estrogen down there, and they're so comfortable, so comfortable sexually harassing men, saying terrible, terrible things. We are careful, if you can believe it. Yeah, we like, tiptoe we're through tip-toeing. there. We're tiptoeing. I realized that a little while. We tiptoe around a little. right over there. Be quiet. I ain't tiptoeing. Got Thunderfoot wandering around down there. She's in charge. Anyway. Gloves are off. <laughs> the gloves are off, but we can't do it. We're not manly enough. We're not men. I'm not going men. down there. Have a nice game. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Y'all look beautiful today. Bye. Probably overstepped it by saying they looked pretty. Don't want to bring up. I, you know, you can't even like you read stories of saying a guy got fired for saying, "Hey, that's a. I love your new haircut." 
Why is it about how I look? Tony told me that I looked pretty. Why does that matter? Oh, no. Susan asked me if I lost a bet when she saw my outfit. Is that a thing? Oh, get out of here. You look like a cabana boy. Okay, I'll just slither out of here with my emotionless. Did you? Go play cheeseburgers in paradise on the air and get the hell out of here. He's not wrong. She's not wrong. Uh, it's 618. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? For your sexual heart. Men, we're on your team. It's uh, the, the worm has turned. This is why people resonate with Trump. There's no joke to that. That's actually true. When Trump says, I want to bring it back to a, an easier time, make America great again. It's when men could feel like, oh, God, the weight of the whole workplace is off me. I can mention that somebody has a nice set of <laughs> and if someone overhears me, it goes away. <laughs> But now, if someone overhears me, there's a chance that person tells the person I was talking about, and then now I'm fired, and I'll never have another job. That thing. That's what he means when he says make America. People, you want to get to the brass tacks of why his approach works? Because everybody feels the pressure of screwing up their lives with one dumb sentence right now, and we hate it. Trump makes us feel like we can go back to a time when you said terribly stupid things and then looked at each other and went, I'm sorry for that. And everybody's like, it's okay, don't do it again. But now, you don't get that grace. Sometimes you just want to grab him by the... <laughs> oh, he's not wrong. <laughs> he shouldn't have said that, but that's true. And you can. And you, and you know what? When you're famous, you can. He was bragging about just a, a small group of people that get away with stuff. That was a horrible thing to say out loud, especially on tape. But he didn't think he was on tape. He thought he was in a private thing. He wasn't smart enough to realize he's wearing a microphone. And, and you then, can't see Billy Bush nodding. nodding You're over. right. And even Billy Bush, that little doofus is like, you know what? He's right. There's a small group of women that let me grab their too. That's why he didn't fight back. Sometimes you just want to grab them by the Just let, make them yours. There's truth to that. And then I got to sit there and act like, all right, men don't want to objectify women. That's the olden ways. And God forbid you turn on a Cardi B video because it's the opposite. She's basically saying, this thing's soaking wet. Want a piece? And like, Christ, I thought I wasn't supposed to look at you that way anymore. And the Kardashians and TMZ, every day on TMZ, there could be the greatest story of all time. If I just scroll up a little bit, hotties of July. I'm looking at every picture on there. Check out the sizzling oh, yeah. outfit she's wearing. Chicks, or, I, chicks I have to Google. I'm like, burning oh, the beach today. Who the hell is Demi Rose? But. God damn, who is Demi Rose? And then I look on Demi Rose images. I mean, that, that they you started it. So I sexually harass like most men now via the Internet. <laughs> we can't help it. We're, we're observers. But men, we're thinking of you. Because if you're dealing with it too, it ain't easy, man. We're, we all deep down want to be Brock Dick Dirk. But we've been turned into. Can't. You know, we've all been turned into someone named Nancy who just walks around kind of with his head down. <laughs> Morning, Nancy. Hi. Can't fight back. Nice shirt. Oh, HR. Did you notice my shirt? I did. I'm sorry. You have voluptuous cans. I have to occasionally look at those. <laughs> I admired the guy last night who's completely retired at the uh, event. He doesn't work, and he's got nothing to lose. <laughs> like, you can't get fired. His And he walks up, and I introduced him to our sales lady, Jen. And I said, Jen, this is uh, Jennifer. She has an OnlyFans. And he looked her in the eyes and then just stared at her chest for a few seconds and looked at her and goes, I'm going to look you up. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this is everything we all want to do. What's your OnlyFans page? He goes, John was kidding. I don't have an OnlyFans. You should. <laughs> you got a magnificent set of <laughs> by now. <laughs> like, uh, him for president, that guy. 
You want to get in sales? Yeah, you, you are the best person. No, I don't. I want a job again. I don't want to work for anyone. I want to wander around and tell people what I think. That's perfect. Yeah, we're all feeling it. So come up with a wake up song and we'll sing it together. It's uh, ninety eight hundred. Or I'm sorry, five eight five nine five eight five ninety eight hundred. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. 98.